keeping you updated on everything gaming. Today, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Village. And to start, my name is Alex, and I am joined by Lou. Hello. And Michelle. Hello. And uh, we had a hell of a time with these residents of, uh, of this uh, village uh, of evil. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to, to include the, uh, the title in, uh, in the intro. But uh, let, let's talk uh, spoiler free for now. Uh, we're going to talk about our initial thoughts on the game uh, after uh, clearing it uh, for the first time. What did uh, everyone think? Um, I really liked it. I, I loved it. It's, it's been a while since, you know, when you play a game and you just don't want to stop. The last kind of game that I, that I uh, played like that was uh, Little Nightmares 1, where it's like, I got to keep on playing. So I had, it had, Resident Evil Village had that effect on me where I just kept, kept going, even though some parts really screwed me over and I had to stop a little bit but yeah I love it oh yeah I I also really enjoyed it I think for me there were some parts that were tedious would be the word I would say that I'm like hey this feels a little bit long and drawn out and annoying but overall I had a really hard time putting it down and stopping playing it um though I do think this game I don't know if it benefited or like didn't benefit from just what it actually was versus what I thought it was going to be like in terms of the trailers and then the game it was a little there was kind of a difference there but I won't get into that yet <laughs> for spoiler sake um, but I felt like it was maybe marketed a little bit different than it actually ended up being in my mind which was I was like eh, about that so some people could love that about it some people could hate that about it but I think that that did impact for sure. Uh, I, I I think I'm the complete opposite as Michelle uh, because or, or 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 maybe I read the the commercials uh, differently than you did uh, because when I saw them I'm like okay a return to Resident Evil Four that's what this is gonna be and 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 it was although it had its problems because Resident Evil Four was really actiony run and gun quick stuff uh, the mechanics of this game doesn't lend itself to that because Ethan isn't too fast. Uh, when you play as him and like his, the blocking mechanic isn't like a real you know like Mortal Kombat <laughs> block it's more of a right kind of thing oh wait there you go <laughs> so uh, so th like that sort of clash but I love like regardless of that uh, the gameplay was great I had problems with the story uh, part of it like the whole lore uh, and and uh, so with that said, we'll be moving from spoiler-free right into the spoilers. And uh, to catch everyone up, uh, if, if you want to check out our first impressions, or uh, there's another video that Michelle and myself made uh, discussing the, the first part of the game, uh, you can go check that out. We will have the link uh, somewhere over here. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so to uh, bring you up to speed, Ethan's wife is killed by Chris Redfield and his team uh, called the uh, Bloodhound Gang. What are they called? Like Wolf Squad. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Wolf Squad. Some, yeah, something like that. <laughs> not, not, Wolf, not Bloodhound Gang. That's someone else. <laughs> it's cool so, name, though. Well, <laughs> uh, so uh, that happens. And, and it's very puzzling because uh, why would Chris do that and then abduct uh, Ethan and Mia's uh, baby, uh, Rose? Uh, and so on the way, I don't know where Ethan finds himself in a village and he is attacked by an army of wolves who suddenly stop, uh, for some reason. And he's carried to, uh, the foreheads of the family of this village. And the foreheads are Lady Dimitrescu, uh, the Bienaventos, I, I forgot their name. Donna, she, Donna and her uh, doll, Angie. There you go. Right. Uh, the, the, the doll can speak and move by itself, by the way. Uh, no strings attached. Uh, there's also Moreau, our, uh, our beloved fish person. Our handsome fish uh, prince. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess our Mickey Rourke stand-in, uh, Heisenberg, who's also Magneto in, in yeah. insanity. <laughs> and, 
And they're all led by Lady Miranda, who's the, the figurehead, the leader, the person who gave them all these uh, blessings, uh, I, I, I guess, the uh, powers, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, they decide uh, who's going to have fun with Ethan. Uh, fortunately, Ethan escapes from uh, Heisenberg's test or whatever that was. And he finds himself in Castle Dimitrescu. Uh, and the Lady Dimitrescu is a gigantic beast of a woman, like eight or ten feet tall. She has nine three daughters. Six. Nine. I was like, oh, okay, nine yeah. six. Damn. <laughs> well, she's humongous. Big she's got a big old hat. Big old, too. big old lady. <laughs> big lady, uh, with the quote-unquote milkies, uh, as they say on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say I, I, I didn't say it it's a, it's a funny word and, <laughs> and her three daughters who were creepy and cool as hell who were just like legit vampires with the blood caked uh, lips and they can turn into bugs and fly around and uh, so let's talk spoilers uh, what, what did you guys think of this whole entire castle uh, portion I'm gonna go out and say it God damn it, you can't have the internet's girlfriend, Lady D, be the first thing you kill. She's the first of the heads of houses to die. And this is where, like, I don't know if it was the marketing, the internet that made me think, like, Lady D is here for the long run. Not that she was the big bad because we knew Mother Miranda existed, but that she wasn't the first one you killed. So you do get, like, the, the castle segment does feel a little bit longer, so you do get a lot of time with her, but then you kill her, and it's like, okay, bye and I I don't know for me I was like that's a little bit disappointing just like she felt so awesome until you fight her in big boss form I'm like this is very like it was she was boring as a as a as a dragon bat monster thing to me like that felt very I've seen that before like not that but the same idea <laughs> like it felt just like I don't know too familiar to me and I wish she had been cooler of a boss to fight Whereas I thought her daughters were awesome to fight. Like I really liked the mechanics around them once I figured it out and learned how to do it. <laughs> I loved like their mechanics where she was just a straight up shoot it fight. And that just felt really, I don't know, it didn't feel cool enough for me for how like cool of a character she was originally, if that makes sense. Um, so the, yeah, I'm like, I loved the castle and also I'm mad about it still. <laughs> uh same kind of um once we got to the castle i, I really loved uh, everything about it like trying to like solve the puzzles and the the big old lady just sort of just appearing out of nowhere and i agree with michelle that I, uh like the fight actually was kind of it's just a big monster where in my head i thought that they could have maybe designed her I don't know, more more feminine, more more kind of her, kind of more lady D, lady D, because sexy, scary. Yeah, so I'm like something that would make yeah. me horny and scared at the same time. <laughs> but she just turned out to be a, a like a giant beast, which was like uh, okay, Resident Evil time now. But yeah, mm -hmm. everything in the castle, just walking around the castle, the daughters' fights were really cool. Uh, yeah, that's that was the only disappointing part for me. And the castle was her her final, you know, monster form. Uh, I I gonna echo the, the same thing you guys said. Uh, I don't want to. I, I won't spoil uh, Biohazard, uh, aka Part Seven, because we was currently playing it. Uh, I, I saw. So I was watching the the entire story of Resident Evil, so so I know what happens. Oh, okay, you, okay. spoil away. <laughs> I know what happens. All right. Okay, fair. So, so uh, at a certain point in the game, there uh, comes a time when like the boss uh, just becomes too big and it's like, am I playing Resident Evil or Legend of Zelda? Like I gotta shoot these eyes. Like, like I have to f find this weakness. Uh, and, and, then, and, and like uh, Lady D's final form felt like that where like it's just this big old fight. And in contrast to the more Resident Evil-ish boss battle of the daughters where it was a puzzle and you have to like mm -hmm. run around freaking out uh <laughs> figuring out just how to, like to, to open a damn window <laughs> right yeah. and and, and th that was magnificent but, but there was uh nothing remotely intelligent about the fight uh with lady d 
I, but that said, the whole castle bit up until then was phenomenal. I, like I, I was so freaked out my first playthrough that I couldn't explore. And I was just like, ah, I'll come back to this castle later on and I'll, I'll get the treasures. Yeah. And that did not, that did not happen. So they, they locked the door. Damn I'm you. so haunted by that because yes. I didn't realize because I've been playing it and then my boyfriend's been playing his own playthrough. So I'll play it first and then he'll kind of like play on his own account. So I watch him play. There's an achievement for breaking all the windows in the castle. And yeah. I didn't get it. And I saved over my damn save in the castle. And I'm so mad at myself. So I have to play again to do that. Cause I just like, that's an achievement that I'm like, I know I can have that, give it to me. And then also there's a pool of fish at the end of the castle that if you go by, you can't go back and get it. And now I'm, I was at the point where I had every recipe from Duke except for the final one that requires six fish. Cause I missed the fish. You, you can go you know, back you for everything, but not that. Not those fish. Too bad. You you probably missed the Moreau uh, section of fish because th there are catfish that are worth two pieces of fish each. It's yeah, I missed crazy. that too. That, I, I, that. I, 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 I got no that. fish over there. Yeah, save. You, you I kept like, saying, like, as I'm playing, why am I getting no fish in the fish area? What is this? Yes, and, yes. Yeah. same. I left a no fish. That's right. The only fish I got was like kind of the outside area when you kind of came out of that tunnel. Yeah. That's the only fish right. I got. Like, that's it. Really lacking in fish. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like the fish, the, the last fish recipe was like to increase your movement speed, which I'm like, whatever. I'm over it. I have everything else. So like, I don't really care about that. <laughs> hey, that is what New Game Plus is for. Uh, <laughs> so uh, after the castle, well, I, actually, just before the castle, we meet a uh, a character that we should probably just, just quickly uh, give our thoughts about, and that is uh, Mr. Duke, the Duke himself. I've been waiting for you, Mr. Winters. Um, Duke. Well, like, like he, he he was introduced as the merchant character, like from part four. He even references uh, one of the merchant's lines, which is uh, really funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, I'm I'm a fan. I'll, I'll be honest. He, he 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 was friendly. He was there for you at the end, which I thought was like a big deal, considering like the the merchant in part four, he was just just a salesman, and and that was it. Uh, what did you guys think of the Duke? Or Duke? I I I like him, and I was hoping for even more from him because he felt like. Like, yeah, he's the merchant character, but he knows so much. Like, he's the, for most of the game, he's the one kind of telling Ethan what to do and where to go and what's going on. So I thought he would have a bigger role to play. Like, there would be some revelation of who he was, why he's there, and what's his relation to everything. And, like, he did, that doesn't really happen. I thought, is he, like, the fifth kid of Mother Miranda? And he wants to defeat her the same way Heisenberg does, but he's kind of, like, using Ethan to get there. Like, I thought that would have been a cool... I don't know. I'm just like, who? who is he? How, what's his story? Like, is there going to be an extra, like, thing that tells me what his situation is? Because he's not just, like, a casual merchant, but he's also not a full character. So, like, how does he play in? I, I wish there had been more explanation of, of him and his role specifically. Yeah. Um, I love uh, my boy Duke, uh, but it seems like he, he he's something else. I mean, you know how many times I tried to kill him for fun? <laughs> <laughs> and would not die it, it, <laughs> i mean which would be kind of dumb because he it's, he's where you know your merchant but uh imagine you could kill the merchant and then you can buy anything ever again <laughs> oh, bad. Uh, the last part i was I, I was looking for duke so much but yeah it, it feels like duke may have been you know trying to start his own rebellion too against that's this is just like spitting out theories mm -hmm. uh trying to set up his own rebellion against mother miranda same way as uh Heisenberg was, but yeah, I I I do wish there was more to do. Fair enough. Uh, now let's get to the haunted dollhouse. Holy shit, House Beneviento. Uh, okay, so uh, it turns out you picked up this jar at in the castle, which was a body part, uh, and it turns out to be Ethan's baby's uh, body parts. So it was their head. Each, that's right. Each house has a different body part. Uh, Lady D had the head. Uh, he, he needs to get the next one from the the Bienevento uh, uh, head, uh, the house. 
And uh, so he makes his way there. And this section of the game is kind of like a puzzle. You lose your weapon. Uh, there is a mannequin in the middle of a room. You have to inspect it, uh, find clues and items and interact with the items until you get to, does anybody want to say it? What shows up? I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Fetus monster is how I refer yeah. to it. <laughs> Goddamn baby. According to the concept art, it's a uh, four-minute-old baby, uh, which is huge. If, if you if you actually track it, I, I I just noticed it from the from the table where the the mannequin is. The umbilical the, cord's just chilling. Yes, that's right. The umbilical cord just leads you right up to that giant baby. Uh, he's huge, four feet tall, seven feet wide or long, I'd say, according to the concept art. And uh, it's chasing you around while you're uh, figuring out the rest of the, the riddles, trying to escape. Uh, thoughts, guys, take over, uh, please. See how, see how you guys are like looking at details and stuff in that house. I just <laughs> wanted to get the that house. That uh, uh, house, Viento was probably the scariest part of the game for me and also thus making it the harder, especially parts where there's no light. And that little giant big ass baby fetus is after you like, it, it's so hard to think because you don't know what's around the corner but i guess it's also my favorite part of the game because of just how scared i was of the whole thing i mean i didn't like the that baby but uh everything about it it's actually for the uh you know how i said i was never gonna wear headphones for this game i did i did with uh, oh, no. the castle, oh, no. when I started at the at the house, I, I took it off, and I put it back <laughs> at the our fish boys place. But yeah, because oh my god, the details of just the little sounds, the little creaks, the little oh, it was it was it was scary. I okay, I love scary things. I love horror games. This is the first time in all of my time of playing scary games where I actually had to pause and leave in the middle of a segment, like straight up, I'm hiding under the bed. I know the baby thing's coming. I actually had to get up, get up and just go away. Like I just walked around my house for half an hour because I was <laughs> sweating and my heart was going so fast. I was like, I'm gonna actually have some type of panic attack if I don't <laughs> calm down before I, I get back into this. Like it, it hit me in my soul in a place that I've never actually experienced. Like there's something about the screaming baby sound because I'm not, I hate babies. Like I hate them. And then it's the way just, it's just familiar enough that it does have, it's a baby, you know, it's a baby, but it's just otherworldly enough that it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it did to me, but it had like a visceral effect on me where I'm like, I need to protect the baby, but also I need to run away from the baby. Like, I don't know what it had an effect on me that I was not prepared for. So that segment, like, to me, it, felt like a different game completely like when i think of that yes, segment compared yeah. to the rest of the game what <laughs> how did where did that come from it, it was spectacular and it was so creative to me like i loved the way like like alex said like the puzzle of that entire section even when you're fighting angie fighting her chasing her around that was that was so cool i loved mm -hmm. that entire like the the panic of me being like oh god where is she follow like follow the blood where'd she go like it felt so good and so intense, especially when you just came from like fighting Lady D and it's like, cool, shoot it to death, whatever. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, shoot it. And Whereas this no one, guns. I'm like, I literally, no you guns. can't do anything. No You're just running around. It was, it was so, the entire section there was like perfect in my mind. Like I, obviously the baby's terrifying, whatever. I wouldn't change a single thing about that entire section. I thought it was spectacular. I like would not want to play more of it. I think it was just the right amount of it. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise I feel like it would have gotten stale or like it wouldn't have that effect on you because it felt very short but like so intense the entire time I, I loved it by far the best even that wooden mannequin thing I'm like uh if I if I pick this up please don't do anything else yeah if this thing <laughs> jumps up at me I'm gonna lose it <laughs> yeah. there was also a part that really scared me is that I think you got to solve some stuff and you go back to the kind of a lab 
and you see like a little figure through the window and you just go yeah like yeah. oh no i think it got you with the, the, the game for today the ghost of mia jump scares right because yeah. it kind of led yeah. you in with that and so you got to see that throughout the house which i loved that and then on my second playthrough i actually paid more attention to things so you actually get an explanation of why that happens and why that's a thing it's not just like there's not just a ghost um i don't know if you guys like read about that but it's yeah, the, the flowers planted outside they make you see your dead loved ones like you go on a bad trip essentially um so that's why ethan was seeing the ghost of mia so i just thought that was really cool when i figured that out later because at first i was like why is this even happening is mia here so <laughs> it, it it really was one of my favorite parts of the first playthrough but like subsequent playthroughs it gets like a, like it turns into a portion that i just dread because like there's nothing new to it and it's just like running around puzzle solving uh, uh sort of deal for like 20 minutes to make, like half an hour to, to, depending so like awesome first time around the, the the whole baby thing dear lord and uh and yeah you guys covered it pretty well uh <laughs> nothing more to be said uh and now uh with the second baby part uh in hand Ethan uh, takes off, and now it's time for uh, Moreau. And uh, this is the, the fish person. He, he, he finds the, the third body part. He grabs it quite easily, uh, but then Moreau notices it, and, uh, and, <laughs> and they have, like, a short conversation where Moreau tries to battle through vomiting for no reason uh, to get spit words out. And, you know, it reminds me of, like, The Simpsons. There was, like, a treehouse of horror where there was a frog that, like, the, the, the Harry Potter parody. There was a frog that just vomited and just, like, kill me. Yep. <laughs> That's all it reminded me of. Defend my honor. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it turns out uh, Ethan has to, like, um, power a generator to lift the sluice to drain the water to exit and the whole time moreau when he's underwater he's an alpha but when he's out of the water sorry he's a chad underwater uh out of water complete virgin he's he's, he's nothing he's a simp for mother miranda that's yeah. what he is, <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> I really hope someone does the meme, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, yeah, uh, guys, take it away. Uh, what would you think? Like, like another very unique part of the game because like you're not quite running and gunning. There, there's a little bit of shooting, but it's mostly uh, a lot of platforming in, in, in this area and try not to get killed by uh, Moreau as a giant fish. And, and you're just like hitting these switches, timing it just right, running across platforms at the perfect time. Uh, to make it to turn on a generator, get a crank and turn on a generator. Uh, how, how did you guys uh, feel about this portion of the game? Um, this is probably as weird as it sounds, kind of the easiest part for me of the game. Like, like, like you said, there's a, a good balance of just shooting and puzzle solving. And the only part uh, that I really had trouble is those, those little tiny elevator things. So the blue and the oh, yellow, yeah. and I yeah. kept falling, and he kept eating me. So <laughs> it was the most times I've died actually in the game, and I couldn't figure out why. But uh, <laughs> eventually, I got all of that. Uh, guy puked on me, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was for me the easiest part of the game. So yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I I I'm gonna say I played on casual because I'm scrub. Um, I like to play like my first playthrough casual. I only died once. And it was in the original Heisenberg fight or <coughs> chase scene when you're running like through the castle at the bottom and then there's spinny spikes. I didn't know what to do. I got killed by the spikes. Didn't die again the rest of the game. So there's that for me. Um, this section felt, I liked this section a lot. Um, I think it would probably be my like second favorite section after Ben Biento. It felt very Resident Evil to me because it was like the puzzle, like the running, yeah. there's always some type of water monster, I feel like, in a lot of Resident Evil. So like whenever a water monster shows up, I'm like, here we are, it's Resident Evil. Um, the water, like water in these games makes me nervous and uncomfortable. Um, so I always had that little bit of like, ooh, I really don't want to get in the water. And like, I hate when things pop out of the water, like that just, I hate that. Um, so it was just tense enough for me that I'm like, this is exciting, but it wasn't like, 
pure panic of a like fetus baby thing. Um, I loved it. Then I loved the the boss fight with him because even though it is kind of a run and gun, there is still that like mild puzzle like what do I do when he's vomiting in the sky like there was still that like oh I have to think I can't just like run through and shoot and do all that so I I liked that a lot I thought it was it was good him as a character honestly I I I adore I think he's so weird and just like disgusting and just a nice kind of I don't know you don't get to know um Donna Benviento at all and you do get to know Lady Dimitrescu, Dimitrescu, I always say her name wrong. Um, and then you kind of get to know Moreau and he's like this like nasty guy thing. And I just think it's he a just great wants character. to be loved. Yeah, he yeah. like just mama love me. Like, why don't you love me? And then he falls in the water. Um, I, I thought it was great. I, I the only the thing, like the, the one part in there that I'm like mad about it, but it's a story element is Ethan goes, he sees the jar, he takes the jar, Moreau does not notice him, and he goes, I'll be taking this, and then Moreau's like, no. Yeah. He, you literally, he literally could have just taken it and just left, and just, yeah. just get out of there, but obviously it's a video game, and we have to fight the boss, but uh, Ethan is so stupid. <laughs> uh, like, did anyone else find Ethan unnecessarily mean? Like, he kills Moreau, and he's like, uh, just like he the snarky just, comments. Just like he wasn't yeah. life, right? Disgusting. Disgusting. Or, or, or freak. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. Like, like, dude, it's not his fault. Miranda injected him with, or, or like, put that Metroid thing. Yeah, in he was body. a bit of a jerk. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, this dude, guy, this fish man, just wants to be loved. Like, yeah. He's like one of the things he says in the fight is, "Why don't you love me? Or why don't you like yeah. me?" And it's like, well, first of all, you're attacking me, but second of all, I don't know, <laughs> man. The odds are not in our favor right now. Like, not meant to be together. But yeah, he's like, like a weirdly tragic character. And even Donna Benviento, like her her backstory is super tragic. Um, because she has like the scar on her face, so she like doesn't have friends and this and that. And then she gets the doll from Mother Miranda, and then like the doll becomes sentient, and it's a whole thing. So like she's also a tragic figure. Everyone else, I'm not so sure about, but those two at least. Okay, uh, let's move on from uh, Fish Six to uh, the the Heisenberg factory. And, and uh, there, there's also like the, the stronghold, I, I guess, uh, combined uh, with that part. So uh, these two sections of games uh, under uh, Heisenberg, they're the real run and gun and shoot yeah. portion of the game, like tons of uh, werewolves, tons of these Frankenstein creatures uh, in, in the factory. Um, so it, in, in the story, Heisenberg wants to uh, lay out a, a parlay with uh, Ethan uh, to have a truce so that they can both, uh, you know, defeat Mother Miranda because Heisenberg is creating his, his own army of these Frankenstein things to, to kill Miranda and take over. But Ethan isn't having it because I guess Heisenberg said something mean about his daughter, like using his daughter as something and... Uh, <laughs> You can tell that bothered me. It's like, no, you guys are on the same page. You you should form an alliance. And, like, and best team up ever. Like Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ethan, exactly. you, Magneto wants to fight on your side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why would it's you say group. no? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And uh, we have the, 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 the big boss fight where you're in the tank and you're shooting Heisenberg. Really cool stuff. Uh, what did y'all think? I okay two two I'm gonna say two quick things about this number one Heisenberg does not get the love he deserves daddy he is so I adore him like Lady D cool give me Heisenberg give me daddy Heisenberg every single day I freaking adore him I think he's just hell yeah let's go anyways that and then Ethan has his most badass moment in the entire ever in that segment when Heisenberg goes to kick him down the hole and he's holding his wrist and then Ethan's like, nah, and let's go. Just like, let me go. And Heisenberg's holding him. That is such a power move that I was like, Ethan, that wow. was the best thing you've literally ever done. Cause he like wants to be, he's like, I don't care, drop me. So he like, let's go. But Heisenberg's still holding him. That was such a cool, like I love that sequence. Then the rest of it to me felt very Resident Evil. Like run and gun, look for the things, like mild puzzles, nothing too crazy, but like that all felt fine. The stronghold itself was like, 
take it or leave it for me. It was just shooting. I was like, hey, just kill everything and then progress. <laughs> Whereas at least in the factory, you do like the, the rooms, the, the scope of the factory felt very, very big. Um, yeah. Not quite as big as the castle, but still definitely up there. Like there was a good chunk of time where I'm like, literally, where am I going? <laughs> and I really liked having that feeling again, whereas it felt very linear once again up to that point. Yeah, uh, I, I really love this part of the, uh, the the game too. And I kind of made it uh, worse for myself by just not, by just refusing to look at the map. <laughs> so I'm just running around like a lunatic all over the place. <laughs> this is probably where it, it took me the longest to finish because I did not look at the map. There were times I was like, all right, where am I? And then, and then that's, I'd look for it for like two seconds, try to just see something. Um, other than that, I really like that I got to remember like early on, I was like, how are these people getting these, all these guns? So I have the, all these cool guns now. And uh, at Morose, you, you used some, but you weren't using it a lot. At Benevento, you barely, you had no guns. So for me, it was fun to just kind of, this part where just like just shoot everybody up and especially the uh the the near the end part the final battle with uh heisenberg where you got to be in that kind of tank thingy yeah. and i just looked at the bullet and it said uh in <laughs> infinite bullets so i just like let it happen <laughs> even though you were thrown off but uh yeah just shooting in this part was what i really like and yeah heisenberg is cool I mean, think about it. You had you could be in like a Magneto and uh, maybe Wolverine because of the healing factor that that dude, that guy never gets his hand chopped off, puts it back and just puts some, you know. <laughs> put some goo on it. Put some goo on it and he's good to go. Uh, yeah, I love this part for just the sheer fun of shooting. And if you like this part, that means you'd probably like part five and six because those are really gun heavy shooty heavy you, you know not much on the uh on the, the riddles or the puzzles uh but uh but yeah uh I, I i enjoyed it too it was cool uh yeah the the stronghold was 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 just what it was just just shooting and killing but but the fact we had a little more depth to it uh more more of the like figuring out uh kind of puzzles not the toughest puzzles but if you didn't use a map you were screwed i i went around in circles for the longest time yeah yeah it, yeah it was it was brutal uh but what once you get out of there that that whole uh climax is cool you, you find out chris redfield didn't really kill your wife and that was actually uh mother miranda uh mimicking uh, mia and uh because she was interested in, she wanted to abduct the daughter uh, you know, a sentence or two that Chris uh, didn't bother to say until up until that point in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, which brings us to the end where uh, where all hell breaks loose. Uh, Miranda comes for Ethan, rips out his heart. Uh, but but he's a special boy. He's so special. Yep. According <laughs> to me, he's just special. So he turns out to be mold. That's it. He's mold. He's a mold person. I guess that, that it kind of explains why his fabric reattaches along with his arm. I like, I, I guess. And uh, so, so he's he's not a Wesker. He's not a tyrant. He's not a, a, a he's just a thing. He's a mold that somehow hallucinates uh, Evelyn from from uh, Biohazard because Evelyn was there for a brief period in 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 the dream that uh, that Ethan has as a mold. You know, he, he has a conscious and hey, molds can dream too you know yeah, uh, yeah. even a mold can cry <laughs> but uh so that brings you to, to to the chris redfield portion of the game which is like a lot of running danny uh towards the uh metamycene i think it's called it's like this yeah. big giant mold heart uh that's like under the village that mother miranda's controlling she's uh ready to do her ritual to bring back her daughter because that's what it was all about this whole ritual to bring back her daughter in the body of rose uh so uh ethan didn't really die when his heart got ripped off out it was just you know a thing uh he probably just flashed more first Small aid heart. health yeah <laughs> all right and duke uh brings 
<laughs> Ethan to uh, to the boss battle, and and they have it out. So that's following the ending uh, up until here, like the boss fight and everything, this whole last thing, the climax. What'd you guys think? Okay, so at first I was kind of pissed that Ethan died and then we had to be Chris Redfield. And in my head I was like, really? All that just so I could finish with Chris Redfield? But then he comes he comes back. So I was like, all right, he comes back. But then he's mold. So I was like, oh, really? Mold? <laughs> so <laughs> I was pretty disappointed with the mold thing. I thought he'd be something. He'd have a deeper connection to the uh resident evil lore especially since we we found out that uh mother miranda was actually it goes to the like the first founders of like the umbrella corporation right she she's she's she was there so that was a cool thing about her um so ethan just kind of i lost kind of uh what's the word faith in ethan or i just stopped liking him because <laughs> Uh, racist against mold, I guess. But uh, <laughs> other than that, the the fight with the Mother Miranda was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked the ending. Um, and I don't know, but I guess we'll talk about it later. The the post credit scene. So yeah, it was like like I said again, my favorite parts of the game were probably the castle and uh, House Beneviento. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time in a very long time where I've been right about a prediction and I've been unhappy about it. <laughs> um, because it, I don't know if you can do this, Lou, but if you can cut in, cut back to the review where I said, Ethan is a zombie and Mia isn't Mia. I was right. I nailed it. The zombie thing, obviously he's a mold, but it, in this context, it's the same thing. <laughs> Um, I'm so disappointed about about that, honestly. Like, I was joking. I was like, oh, he's a zombie. Ah. Like, I wanted him to have powers, be a person and have powers. The thing about Ethan, the thing, the why we talked about this 101 times, why we like him in Seven is he's an everyman. He's just a dude. He's just chilling. Mm-hmm. In this case, okay, he had some um, weapons training. Okay, fine. He's still just a dude looking for his kid. Now he's this blob thing, and I don't like immediately. Like Lou said, immediately I'm not connected to that character anymore. Cool. Like he died, and I was like, oh, that's really disappointing. And then he came back, and I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> Go back to Chris. That was more exciting for me. Um, so that I I hate I hate it. I'm just I'm I'm pissed about it. Then the Mother Miranda Mia thing, I'm like, okay, cool. But also, Chris, why couldn't you just say, like, you shoot me a whole bunch, and then you go, that's not Mia. Yeah. All this would have been solved. The, the amount of times, like, when Chris and Ethan run into each other in the Moreau base, and Chris is like, you're in over your head, Ethan. Why do you think he's in over his head? Because you didn't tell him the simple freaking thing of, I didn't actually kill your wife. Your wife is here. Your wife is here, and she's fine. <laughs> And that was a mon- like that was a monster. That's why I shot it forty times. Like, really? Like, you're Chris is training Ethan. Like, they moved them where they moved them. They're training him. Why is this classified to him? And don't you think killing his wife? Like, he could have, Ethan could have gone and just been like a nightmare. He could have just tried to kill Chris, right? Like, that was a weird gamble. It made no sense for me as far as the characters go. I'm like, what? That was a stupid, stupid choice. Like, yeah, killer. And then be like, here's why. <laughs> and then, didn't, uh, sorry, didn't one of uh, Chris's guys even mention that? Oh man, you should have just told him earlier. Yeah. And Chris is like, yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, there was no time. Oh no, no time. Oh, there, there was no time to say just two things. Like, yeah, uh, but like you're, you're they had a the full-on conversation. Like they were <laughs> taught. Like they had conversation. The time between them taking. Ethan and Rose into whatever transport vehicle and them getting to wherever they somewhere in there you couldn't have been like so here's why <laughs> that just I hated I hated it I hated it Mother Miranda being revealed as who she was I'm on board her being the witch we knew the witch was going to be something like that like old lady we knew she was going to be somebody the thing that I love and was not expecting is that Mother Miranda is also a bunch of crows because I don't know if you noticed and commented on this but my god, the amount of crows and the amount of crow jump scares in this game specifically was making me so angry. And then it's actually kind of explained because that was Mother Miranda literally like watching you do stuff. 
so having that revelation like oh of course it makes sense there'd be 80 million crows everywhere like popping out of the bushes so yeah you guys hit it on the head thank you i don't, I don't have to uh i don't have to go off on mold anymore uh Let's talk epilogue, uh, mold baby. Uh, oh, right. So, so, so the reason why, the reason why the, the ritual didn't work is because uh, Ethan shoots out mold spunk, and and, and it, it, that was not a human baby. That was a mold baby. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But yes. actually, like legit question here. Rose doesn't turn into mold. She turns into crystal. Why is that a thing? So hold on, I, I, I just noticed something because it just beat it, uh, that during the ritual when Rose comes out of this like bloody, uh, I don't know if it's a crib or water, like a stone, like a, a slab of stone, like Rose comes up, but she's got, she comes out of it with a blanket intact, like, like intact, like, like wrapped in a blanket. So like, it makes me think like, this is like a mold thing where like Ethan can manipulate fabric because mold. So like, can this because baby mold. like do, do mold stuff? Because mold, <laughs> mold, moldy mold. Yeah. But, just, but, but the crystal stuff, like like what, uh, what part? Um, in, oh, this is gonna be just such a reference. In Luther's house, I think the guard, the, the, the house with the, with the violin door, yeah. violin house, I'm pretty sure it's in that house. You have to go in there. There's a bunch of paperwork in there and it talks about Rose actually turning into crystal like she crystallizes so but they don't show that they don't reference that but they like very oh, clearly say she turns that. into crystal yeah because I had this whole like literally the only reason I remember it is because I recorded all my gameplay and I was literally just editing some of it and I make this whole like is that like X-Men the girl who turns into crystal like that that's what it's described as like an Emma Frost type of situation I, but they don't reference it ever again, but it's clearly stated that she turns into crystal. So what? Is she a crystal mold? Because mold. Is Mia made a crystal? Yeah. Is because made mold. Out of mold? Like, <laughs> I don't, mold I don't is the answer. It. Mold is the answer. Um, <laughs> uh, so so get, getting back to the to the story, uh, yeah, Ethan kills uh, Miranda, ritual fails, uh, Rose. I think, yeah, saved, uh, Chris uh, takes Rose. Ethan finally dies, uh, I guess. He Question took mark? Punishment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because mold. Because mold, so so we don't quite know. And then uh, you jump ahead uh, into the future and Rose is older, like she's a teenager now for being a baby to a teenager. Uh, and she's being trained uh, by Chris Redfield uh, among others. And they mention it, but, but, but there's no mention whether like 15 years have passed or yeah. if this mold thing grew really fast uh you know got old quick but uh, I, I i i'm gonna start i'm just gonna say i hate it not like i don't care about rose she, she, she was just like a bunch of flasks ah, okay uh and, and 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 now it's the future so like if, if it's the far future now we have to you know think about chris and Leon and Jill all being old and, you know, they're, like they're not in the prime of their lives. So it's so like, why? I don't need a future story. I, I, I need like what's going on <laughs> now, you know, like uh, in, they showed in the game that the BSAA, Chris's former uh, group, they're using zombie soldiers to go into battle, which is, you know, a big no-no uh, in terms of like using bioweapons out in the field and, uh, and and so i'm like oh that's a cool story i'm sure it'll be followed up uh but I, i'm i'm guessing they're gonna shoehorn rose there as a primary character so i i made my feelings felt you know about rose what, what, what did you guys think about this epilogue so i guess my only thoughts yeah i also didn't really care about mold babies but uh my only thought is that i think you mentioned earlier where if it was actually maybe 15 years in the future or 16 years in the future or her moldiness just aged her up. But okay. the only thing that really uh, kind of intrigued me in this last part is that person that they stopped for in the very end and just a blurry. So I don't know who that was, whether that was old man Redfield or just regular Redfield. Uh, yeah. Rose, I don't give a crap about, so. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I mildly care about baby mold. Mildly. Uh, I just feel like they really tried at the end of this game to like transfer our love of Ethan as a character to her. Like they tried to kind of just be like, oh, he mm-hmm. lives on in her. Like she, he's where she's wearing his coat at the end. She's at his gravestone. Like we're really supposed to feel something for her whether it works or not like debatable um I'm interested in what her powers are because she does say oh I can do stuff that Chris doesn't even know about she kind of really infers that like she's got mold powers or crystal <laughs> powers or whatever whatever it is she has it um so that's interesting to me I think the aging up thing makes sense because they infer that Chris is going to like he's going somewhere to go meet up with people so it looks like that's a storyline. And then it also looks like she's a storyline. So I'm like, are they two games? Are they one game? What's, what's that plan? And then unpopular opinion, I don't know. I think the figure at the end is Ethan because mold don't die. So hey, I, I think because mold. I think because, mold. because mold. Because mold. <laughs> but the thing that like, I think that's him. But then also at the very, very end, it says the father's story is over. So oh, yeah. does that mean he's dead or does that mean he's back and we're just going to watch Rose's story? Like there's something yeah. to that, I think. Um, I just, uh, uh, that was rough. That, that was rough. I felt like they really, I don't know. I don't, I don't play Resident Evil games to like feel stuff, <laughs> like to feel <laughs> positive emotions. I want to be like stressed and scared and like, ah. um, so have trying to build this really like family situation when like we don't know Mia as a character literally at all still it's been two games she's been a bitch the whole time half the time in this game is it even her we don't know so there's no connection there Ethan we barely connect with especially in this game like Alex I think you said he's a jerk in this game he's kind of yeah. he's snarky he's rude I got it he's trying to save his kid but like that's not enough for me to connect with him as a character and Rose is a baby in a jar so like I'm not connected with that <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm more connected with like the bad guys. I'm like, I, I feel for the Ben Viento story. Like, that's a cool story. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not particularly excited to see like this story carry on um, in any way, shape or form. Just give me something else. Yeah. yeah. I, I, also, I, I was more- umbrella, uh, sorry, the umbrella logo they found in a cave and that's why it's the umbrella logo. Excuse? <laughs> what? <laughs> They saw it on a, a wall and we're like, yeah, that should be our logo for our company. Sick. That's, That's right. I was so disappointed yeah. by that. <laughs> just to, just to, to tie everything together at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Why uh, not? It was real. Uh, yeah. Re- really forced. Uh, but, but, but like you said, uh, finding a character you can connect to. For me, I, I guess it was like, well, Chris might have killed the, you know, the guy's wife and stolen a baby but you know he's still chris redfield <laughs> he's still the same boulder punching asshole yeah. or whatever yeah. heisenberg calls him amazing amazing comment how did he even know I, I don't i don't even care i love it so much i was cracking Fantastic. up about yeah that was a great spectacular line. moment uh okay so uh that said uh let's let's talk let's talk some scores uh I'll, I'll throw it over to you guys. Out of 10, what, what would you give the game? You know what? Despite some of the flaws that we're talking about, some, some of the story that sort of didn't make sense, uh, I did. I still really, really enjoyed this game. And I'm going to give this an 8. That's a fair score. Yeah, I'm... Oh. I wish they didn't try to make it land in the Resident Evil universe as much as they did. Like they really shoehorned it in and that for me like lost a lot of points. So really up to the final reveal is like a nine out of 10 for me. Like it was really strong, really solid. And then I think it ended, I'd say close to like a uh, 7.5 or an eight. I will play it more time. I mean, I'm already playing it a second time but I'll probably play it again. But that's, I'm not going to be like really excited about it. It's just going to be the cleanup achievements and stuff. So yeah, the story, like once you know the story, it's like, okay, that's the story. Yeah. 
So I, I, I think officially like seven and a half out of eight. I, I think like all, all of us. So yeah, that, that's, those are the two numbers I've been like kicking around in my head. Um, yeah, the, like the, the gameplay is great. Uh, it, it, it's a little slow uh, in, in, in the mechanics that, that kind of uh, bugs me. It, so, so like at, at times, like I get attacked from behind when like I, I could have sworn there was nobody behind me just then. But these wolves are jumping out over walls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the story as, as look, Resident Evil's never had great stories. Like, like it, it's always been you know dumb, but but fine. Like, like a sentient doll that's dumb, but fine because it's it, it just creep, creepy shit. Like, like I I don't mind. I don't mind if a virus you know influence a doll to gain sentience and you know fly around. I I don't mind. But but like when. Yeah, like the, the the whole mold thing, it just comes back to mold. Because it, 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 yeah, it, it was a horrible reveal, a horrible twist, uh, and, and and just a lot of dumb uh, story uh, decisions, like 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 Chris not you know talking, you know not saying anything. Uh, but but otherwise, it's a great looking game. Uh, it's fun. I'm, I'm replaying it, and it, it it still you know does it for me. So yeah, I'd give it an eight. It's a good one. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there for anyone watching this who's just like struggling. So the blocking situation, you can fire a one-handed weapon while blocking at the same time. I learned that at the very end. Just, <laughs> hey, there you you're go. welcome for anyone who didn't freaking know that, which is very I didn't even know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I, I, I played this, but de- defending or blocking is, is actually pretty useful. I'll, I'll say that much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Favorite boss. Who, who's the favorite boss here? Everybody's favorite oh, boss. Bienviento. Donna, my girl Donna, Angie, love them, hate them, love them. Yeah, in terms of just sheer, you know, frightening, most frightening boss, it, it's it's Donna. She was the one that turned freaky the least. <laughs> Didn't turn to a grotesque monster. Other than that, no. Other than that, baby, you fought them as they were. Like, yeah, you that, knew what you were going to fight. That's what I Minus was the baby, hoping but... for. Lady B was to be something like that. Yeah. I just wanted her to get taller. I just wanted to fight a really <laughs> tall version. There's there is this video going around of a mod where every time you see her, her hat gets bigger. I don't know if you've seen that. I want to fight that. I want to fight that boss. Just a big hat. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I, I I love the Heisenberg f- uh, fight. That was probably my favorite, except like. He kind of looked like Megatron there by the end. Uh, that threw me off a little. The Michael Bay. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, Michael Bay Megatron. But well, that was our review for uh, Resident Evil Village. Uh, we had a good time uh, despite its flaws. Uh, I am Alex. I've been joined by Lou and Michelle. And uh, this was Side Quest. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye.